Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. To meet women. Yeah, for the chicks. Yeah, for the chicks, that's right. I'm is that here. a good answer or is this serious? I, I think it's a great answer. You, 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 oh, uh, we say that all the time. Uh, okay. I'm still here at the Rocky Mountain uh, Step Show, and I'm with Ocean View with Bill Hantos. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Bill Hantos, and I'm from Huntington Beach, California. And why did you become a stamp dealer? Well, I became a stamp dealer to meet chicks. <laughs> Any other, what, what was your second reason? Second, uh, well, I wanted to be my own boss, and I liked the idea of traveling to different places and doing stamp shows. Got to see the country, and uh, uh, obviously we make a lot of money also. Oh, yeah, Roll, rolling in dough there, right? We're rolling in dough, yes. <laughs> no, it's fun. Actually, how is your stamp show uh, going today, speaking about rolling in dough? Well, it's kind of early, but I've had a few sales, so, so far, so good. Good. So, let's make pretend that I wanted to become a stamp dealer. What advice would you give me? Well, start, up, start out with a lot of working capital, uh, because the more things you can buy and have an inventory, the better the chance you'll connect with the customer who's looking for a random stamp or a... Uh, yeah, that's probably the best way to go. Put a lot of money into it, you'll do well. Yeah, but you can't just put a lot of money into it. You have to put it in kind of smart, right? Yeah, well, pick what area you want to specialize in. Uh, I would say try to make sure that it's an area not just that you like, but other people are collecting also. And uh, try to get a good, interesting inventory put together and then just go out and promote yourself. How do you promote yourself? Um, well, you advertise, you can get on the internet, you do a lot of the shows, they'll put your name on the list, and uh, uh, social media is also another good way, like being on this webcast, that would be a good way to get started. It's a podcast, not a webcast. <laughs> well, Although we, That's we, the old school way of calling it, but as you wish. <laughs> I'll edit that. <laughs> So you deal mostly with United States, um, mostly a little, a little British Commonwealth also. How does one get this much stuff? Even if you had the money, if you had twenty thousand dollars sitting just burning a hole in your pocket, how do you get around to buying this stuff? Uh, I would say I buy most of my stuff from other dealers. And maybe second might be the auctions. And third would be from collectors who no longer collect or who want to get rid of some of their, their holdings. 
So dealer to dealer is really the best way. For me it is. For me it is. But, you know, it takes experience. You have to learn who you can go to. You have to learn what a good deal is and what a not-so-good deal is. uh, You know, it's all in the knowledge, the education. Well, sounds good. Any anything else about what? Do you have any? Oh, there was a. So, do you have any interesting stamps or anything that uh, are on the table right now? Well, let's see. It's just a good selection of better quality United States stamps, and you know, if I was a collector, and I'm not just saying this, I'm not being self-motivated, but. They should stop by and see Ocean View Stamp Company. You know, quality stamps at affordable prices. Well, that sounds like a commercial. Go ahead and finish it up and give them like a website or something. <laughs> and uh, first-time shoppers, they'll get 15% off anything in stock. So if we just say, you know, like we get our kid to buy, and so we just always get 15% Well, they have to off. identify themselves and that, that I made that offer. Oh. <laughs> so what's your website or what's your email address or phone number or whatever you want? Um, well, again, I'm Ocean View Stamp Company. Uh, my eBay username is OV Stamps. My hip stamp username is OV Stamp Co. And uh, again, I'm out of Huntington Beach and you can find me online and all the, the good major stamp shows I'm in attendance. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. This is Dawn, and I'm sitting with Keith. Keith, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Keith Kaufman, uh, MNH Philatelics from Los Angeles. Now, Keith, we've been going around from table to table asking the dealers, why are you a dealer? Well, I'll tell you how it happened. I'd been a microbiologist for many years for about 25 years. And when my son was about six years old, I did with him what my dad did with me and bought him some stamps and introduced him to stamp collecting. He really loved dinosaur stamps. Anyway, uh, about that time in my business, I was a consultant in uh, microbiology. Uh, The rules and regulations from the city, state, county, federal were changing on a weekly basis. And I, from a business perspective, was getting tired of being an administrator of that rather than actually doing things in the laboratory. So that was coincidental with my son being introduced to stamps. And as I explained to him about stamps, I was the one who got hooked. So I decided, you know, I started collecting very seriously at that point. And I decided, geez, you know, I really like this a lot. It's very enjoyable, very intellectually fulfilling. And I said, you know, why not? I'm going to try, I'm going to take out a resale license and I'm going to spend a few bucks and try a stamp show to be on the other side of the table because I really enjoyed being on the buyer's side. Well, sure enough, I tried my first stamp show. I think I made $350, but it told me a couple of things. One is that people would actually buy something from me, that I had something worthwhile to sell. And B, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the interaction with customers and people. And uh, that's, in a nutshell, how I became a stamp dealer. And I've never looked back. I, I miss the microbiology a little bit, but but I've never looked back on the decision I made to pursue this full-time. 
Oh, that's really interesting. So what is what do you specialize in? My areas of focus are principally Western Europe and colonies and offices, Spanish, French, Italian, German, British. Uh, I also work with Scandinavia and Japan. Those are the areas I focus on. There are no Spanish offices. There's colonies. You're right, there are no Spanish offices, are there? <laughs> right. sometimes, they, sometimes they refer to Spanish Morocco as uh, offices in Spain, Spain offices in Morocco, but nobody really works there. Can you uh, cut it for a minute sure. so I can take care of my beloved customers? I'll edit it all out. All right, so everybody around the world knows me now? They will on Thursday. Yes. <laughs> Is that when a podcast exists? Or? Yep. Yep. What's your podcast called? Stamp Show Here Today. <coughs> episode, Riveting. Episode number... Mm -hmm. uh, 200 and something. 200. Really? We're about 220, yeah. 220 something. How many uh, people participate? Or, or how many listeners? Oh, well... Between 1,400 and 3,000. Really? That's pretty good. Yeah, the low is about 1,400. Now they all know about me. Yep. So I, I should be expecting fan letters anytime soon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Going to have to chase the groupies all off? <laughs> mm-hmm. I can do that. So ask them what's hot. Where'd you go? 19. I'm here at Newport Harbor Stamp Company. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Dave Cobb. With, <laughs> with Newport Harbor Stamp Company. Okay, so Dave, you have... Uh, I'm, I'm, would, it, would it be over the top to say you have probably the most expensive table here at the show? Well, the, my table is the same price as everybody else's table, but the stamps <laughs> might be better. Okay. Yes, you are correct. I, I am corrected. Okay, so why did you become a stamp dealer? Well, I was a collector at first, which most stamp dealers were, and I got to the point where everything I needed was getting a little too expensive, so I would save up and get a block of four and then break it up and sell off three, which would kind of pay for the one that I kept for my own collection. And then one thing led to another, and I just loved doing shows so much that I had to dismantle my collection because it's really very difficult to do both because I'd want to keep everything that was nice that I would get in future collections. So I wound up becoming a stamp dealer rather than a stamp collector. And if this is your collection, I'm looking at you have a mint number 263 to $5 Marshall. You have an inverted one cent Pan American. You have a 544, which is the one cent Franklin, or, or excuse me, one cent Washington. There's a lot of stuff here. Do you consider this your collection or do you, I mean, obviously it's inventory, but do you still have the thrill of like chasing after this stuff? Absolutely. To this day, I enjoy buying much more than selling. 
Although if somebody wants to buy something, I have no problem with it. But when I buy something, I can't wait to get it home and go through it. <laughs> so how often do you buy like large collections and things like that? I mean, what do, what do you get the most enjoyment out of buying? Just, just buying a large collection, going through it, checking the condition of the stamps, getting the better ones certified, selling the other ones and putting them in the bargain box. Whatever, wherever they belong is where I enjoy putting them. But just the fun of going through it, sitting at my desk, turning on the light, getting my tongs in my hand, and just going through it, just love it. <laughs> I actually understand that. So, how can uh, you have a lot of very high power stuff? Uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and wants to buy something, how do they get a hold of you? Other than, I believe you go to most of the stamp shows across the entire country, right? Yes, they could get a, a hold of me. Um, they could email Newport Harbor Stamps at gmail.com or they could call me at 1 800. 722-1022 and I'd be glad to send them or email them photos if, uh, whatever whatever works or if they want to sell something absolutely and I will travel the country to buy nice collections um, just I would have to qualify it of course but yeah that would be uh, more fun than selling yeah that, that's an interesting thing because you know at PSE we always get um, phone calls from people saying, I have this, I have that. What's your process for qualifying people? I'm just curious. I want to be sure that they have some of the major stamps. doesn't have to be all-time expensive stamps, inverts, anything like that. But you want to be sure that it, you know it's cost-effective for you to go to the person's house or meet them someplace um, as a business to make it worthwhile. So what are the indicator stamps, let's call them? Well, high-value Colombians, Graps, Zeppelins, number one, number two, and uh, that's a start. So interesting, so if they call up and say, I have a really valuable collection, and you say, do you have a US number one? And they say, no, my first stamp is in 1972. Uh, I would recommend that they use those stamps for postage. Um, unfortunately, starting in the 1930s with Roosevelt's administration, they flooded the market with stamps, and unless it's an error or some kind of unusual situation, all these are going to be bought and sold as discount postage. So I probably would not go on something like that unless there were five figures maybe of postage. <laughs> and just uh, from a market standpoint today, what is like postage, what's the trade value? What is it being bought for? What is it being sold for? Unfortunately, it keeps going down because as more of these collections are coming on the market, most people can afford to buy the later stuff and very few people need the later stuff. So it's gonna be bought and sold, as I said, as discount postage. And we used to pay 80% and sell it for 90%. But now we're paying more like a third and selling it for half, paying 40% selling for 60% because there's just too much of it available right now. Wow, that's a that's very discount. Yes, it is. But again, when there's so much around and so few collectors that are needing it, that's unfortunately what you have. But on the other side of it, you have the classic stamps, the older 
and in the top condition like you guys expertise and grade those have done very well well thank you for the plug there <laughs> anything else I think that's basically it um, but if anybody has any questions feel free to email me and I would get back to everybody thank you very much it's perfect mm -hmm. device now okay. don't have my laptop and I have a better microphone why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, Ed Dimmick, just a uh, stamp dealer. This is my 30th year of doing it, and uh, still enjoying it. So why did you become a stamp dealer? Well, I had retired from what I had been doing, computer work, and had finished helping my brother at his restaurant. So I was looking for something else to do. And a good friend of mine, my best friend from college, had started up a stamp business, so I thought, well, he's in Southern California, I'm in Northern California, something I know about. So I thought uh, I'd help him out. That's how I wound up getting into this. <laughs> so it's sort of like a virus you caught. Something like that. <laughs> a contact virus. <laughs> yeah, but like I say, I'm still enjoying it. Well, you're uh, one of the few uh, floor-to-ceiling dealers, I guess they call you, where you have Oh, I, I don't know, how many boxes do you have here? Uh, 66, something like that. And each one has about 10 books in it? 10 to 11, yeah. And, and so that's one hell of a big inventory you have, so. Well, each book has about 100 to 130 sales pages. So this is a large, large inventory. If a person were to want to deal stamps like you do, how would they? I mean, it seems daunting because you have such a huge inventory. Well, it's real easy to do that. All you have to do is keep buying and not sell. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you buy from? It varied. Initially, when I did not have a shop, then uh, it would be wholesalers that would come in with large... Uh, collections for sale, uh, accumulations, and then uh, people uh, would bring in collections that shows that I would be doing. But now that I have a shop, I have no shortage. I've got 15 collections a week that come in for sale. I spend most of my time evaluating collections. But very little time putting it into stock, unfortunately. Okay, so that's something I didn't know. I didn't realize that you had a shop. You actually are a brick-and-mortar stamp shop. Yep, uh, the only one now in Sacramento. And uh, when I opened it, well, I'd moved up to be with my uh, nephew and his wife, back with family again after having taken care of three elderly relatives in the Bay Area. And uh, I had that when Yuba City for a year. The first, I don't know, brick-and-mortar shop opened in the country probably in quite a while, but yeah. then uh, after the two that were in Sacramento had passed away, then uh, I moved to Sacramento because they didn't have any anymore, no. and it's just getting overwhelmed. Well, that's interesting because we hear bad things, or well, we hear that the brick-and-mortars are going out of business, and here's one that's opening up. I like hearing that. Opened up and expanding. Yeah. The, the, uh, the business is, is good. Well, fantastic. Why don't you give everybody like an address and a plug and uh, 
maybe an email address or something like that. Okay, uh, the address is 4020 El Camino Avenue, number D4, D as in David, inside the building at the back. It's about a half mile east of Watt, which is a major road that intersects both freeways 50 and 80. And uh, email address is eddimicstamps at yahoo.com. That's two D's, two M's. Yeah, why don't you spell that for him? Because E-D-D-I-M-M-I-C-K-S-T-A-M-P-S at yahoo.com. There you go. <laughs> Any, anything in closing? Anything you uh, have to sell that you're having a special on? or? Well, what I sell most of and get most of is postage. And I give discounts on postage depending upon how much you buy. Uh, I go through a lot of that. And... Uh, a lot of it comes in the, into the shop for sale, so it's just one of those things that uh, is constantly moving. Perfect. Thank you very much. Have a good show. Thank you for uh, stopping by. Hi. You have been listening to Stamp Show here today, seeking to advance all levels of the stamp collecting hobby through news, information, and collecting advice. Visit us at stampshowheretoday.com to listen to the show, view images of the items we are talking about, and read the show notes. You can also continue the conversation on Facebook at Stamp Show Here Today and on Twitter at Stamp Show HT. If you have questions or comments about the show or have any topics you would like us to discuss, you can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.